This is Cody Ray Miller, and you're listening to the Dude Fuel Podcast. The question for today's podcast is, is any goal reasonable? In other words, can we actually achieve whatever it is that we desire to achieve? Um, Is any goal possible? Are there some things that are just too big or they're just not in the cards but they're just not realistic or reasonable enough. So I wanna explore that a little bit today. And the first thing I wanna say is that there are certain goals that are just not logical. And so if you have a goal that's not logical, then that is obviously something which cannot exist, right? Illogical things can't exist because we live in a coherent, rational, logical universe, or so I believe. And if you believe otherwise, then that means we live in an irrational world, an irrational universe, and anything can happen for any reason, and there's no chain of cause and effect, and tomorrow it can literally rain cats and dogs and frogs and horses out of the sky, and 2 plus 2 equals 736.9. So, If you believe, like I do, that we live in a rational universe, then you have to believe that certain goals are just not logical. Okay, let me give you an example of some of these things. Some things that it's just not possible, right? It's not possible for a woman to give birth to a thousand children. It's not possible. There's not enough time, probably not enough eggs. My goodness, I mean, (laughs) the logistical challenges, just think about the, the female lifespan. I mean, even if... You know, even if the woman had had triplets, I have to do this on my phone. I, I came up with this off the top of my head. But, you know, say you want to have a thousand kids, right? Okay, and each kid, uh, well, let's go ahead and divide it by three. Say that she has triplets every single time. So that's 333.333 pregnancies, right? So go ahead and divide that now. I'm sorry, that's not true. <laughs> we want to multiply that now by nine months, okay? So that's how many months. Now we're going to divide that by 12 and see how many. That It would take you 249.9, so almost 250 years, um, in order to do that. So is it logically possible that you can have a thousand children? No, it is not. It's not logically possible. So that goal doesn't make sense. However... The amazing thing about us as humans is that we have the capacity to refocus, realign, and to think creatively unlike any other species on this planet. We have the capacity to look at our goals and to reinvent them. So you say, okay, look, um, outside of some major technology shifts, I don't think that my childbearing years are going to be 250. And again, ladies, <laughs> my wife has had one one child. Um, we've had, um, we have one on the way. So we have one kid, we have one on the way. We've had four um, pregnancies total. So we had two miscarriages in there. And, you know, I, I saw my wife doing a natural birth and and that was you know obviously her choice and the way that she wanted things done it looked pretty um ladies it looks like a a pretty painful experience I don't know any woman that would want to do this but again you know supposing that you want to have a thousand kids that's not realistic in the way that you you want to do that okay but is it a totally unachievable goal In its present form, yes, because it's illogical. It doesn't make sense. Human lifespan, all of that, it just does not work, right? But can we reinvent that goal 
and possibly achieve it? Okay. What if your goal is that you want to be a parent or you want to be a mentor or a guide or a guardian to a thousand children? Is that possible? Absolutely. To become a mentor of a thousand children is completely possible. I mean, I think about myself as a teacher, right? I have the privilege and duty of, of raising the students that step into my classroom. I don't just teach them science, but I am also supposed to be teaching them professionalism and teaching them life skills, right? I'm teaching them a whole lot more than just how to read the meniscus in a graduated cylinder, okay? Which is important, folks, if you're in a chemistry class, chemistry situation, but otherwise, not so much. But I have that responsibility. So can I impact the lives of a thousand young people? Absolutely. Okay. And when you think about what's possible with adoption, right, then you can have a lot of kids even beyond what is possible with your childbearing years, not necessarily a thousand with, you know, just with fostering. But I have a vision, and I really have not shared this with anyone. I don't even think I've shared it uh, with my wife because it's just something that's been, you know, bouncing around in my head. When my wife and I were dating, we talked about all the big things. How many kids do you want? You know, do you want kids? How many kids do you want? Would you be willing to relocate, live anywhere on the planet, or do you want to stay put? All of those, you know, sort of big questions um, that you tend to ask people about life and how they want it to pan out. And I told my wife, I said, I'd like eight kids. I'd like a big family. Like, that's my desire. Um, somebody's listening. They're going, eight kids. It's not a big family. <laughs> but, uh, the, the guy actually who invented, I digress here, but the guy who invented the periodic table, uh, as we have it today, um, was Dmitry Mendeleev. And Mendeleev was one of 14, 15, or 16 kids, something like that. And... Um, you know, they lived in very rural Russia a long time ago, and there probably wasn't a whole lot to do except, um, you know. So anyway, um, you know, but I told my wife, I said, you know, I'd like eight kids. And I was serious, and, and, and I am still serious about that. If it was possible, I'd love to have eight kids. We have one. We have one on the way, right? We've had some fertility struggles and, you know, this and that. But, you know... Um, this desire for a large family that I have is one that I think a lot of people can relate to. And so um, I have a desire to impact the lives of as many young people as I possibly can because I recognize that they are the future. They are the future of our planet. And it's such a serious thing. And there are so many children out there who are not loved or they don't feel loved. They don't feel cared for. And their basic needs really aren't met, let alone their emotional and their psychological needs. And so, you know, would it be possible to, to create some sort of organization that impacts the lives of a thousand children, um, showing them that they're loved, that they're cared for, meeting their basic needs, and providing a basic upbringing and, and you know, teaching them and, and preparing them for life? Would that be possible? Um, I think so. And so that's an idea I've had bouncing around in my head for a long time is to create some sort of nonprofit organization that, you know, gives people some sort of realistic um, option 
outside of perhaps terminating that pregnancy to where they would know that their kid was going to go uh, into good hands to have, you know, a large volunteer base, you know, have a, a large, well-supported organization that could care for the needs of these children um, so that women who, for whatever reason, are just not able or they don't feel they're able to, you know, meet the demands of, of having a child instead of aborting could potentially give them to an organization um, as I, you know, as I'm imagining um, in my head. And that, that's something that, you know, I feel it's a strong passion that's been given to me. And so what I'm saying with all of this, and, and I, I do feel like I'm digressing a lot tonight, but um, sometimes we need to do that maybe. But what I'm getting at here is sometimes we have to realign, refocus, and reinvent the goal. Because a lot of times we get so stuck in the how, like exactly how this goal has to happen, that we lose sight of what the goal is. My mentor told me um, several years ago that he worked for a cement company. So they made cement. And he was talking with one of the executives and they said, we are a cement company right now. We exist as a business to turn a profit. So if one day cement is not profitable, we will in a heartbeat switch over to some other industry providing something else to the marketplace so that we can turn a profit. We are a cement company today, but our ultimate goal is to turn a profit. You see, this is what I'm talking about. This executive, they, he knew what the goal was for the company. The goal wasn't just cement, right? Cement was a means to an end. Okay, in his view, whether right or wrong, I'm not here to critique capitalism, okay, that's not the point. Whether right or wrong, this executive said, this is my goal to turn a profit here in this company. And so the moment that that was no longer possible in the method or with the means they had previously been using, they would have shifted over to something else because they had their ultimate goal in, in focus. And that's what I'm saying here. If you want to have a thousand children, why? Right? Is it, you know, is it just neediness? Do you just need that kind of love? Like, yeah, I grew up, I felt, yeah, I didn't have any friends. So I want to have a thousand kids, so they'll all be my friends. Well, first of all, newsflash, <laughs> kids aren't really your friends, okay? Uh, you can grow up and have a love, you know, lovely adult relationship with them, but kids are not your friends. Um, and so you might uh, be better off just going to, I don't know, networking meetings or going on Facebook and meeting people and making a thousand friends. But I'm just having a little bit of fun there. But what I'm saying is, what is the ultimate goal? You know, if you say, I want to fly, okay, not humanly possible. Flight is not humanly possible, like biologically. But can we design an airplane with which we can fly through the air? Absolutely. Okay, so that goal is possible. It's just not possible if you're hung up on how it has to happen. No, I'm going to sit here and meditate until I sprout wings and can fly. Okay, best of luck to you. You do you, right? Go right ahead. Um, I don't think it's likely to happen. But if your goal ultimately is to get from point A to point B very quickly or to fly through the air just because you think that's cool, guess what? There are other ways that you can achieve that, like hopping in a 740. Seven, <laughs> right? Okay, so what is your ultimate goal? If you want financial freedom, there are a million and one ways for you to achieve financial freedom. You can start your own business. You can join an existing business. There is no limit except the limit that you place on your own creativity to the number of ways in which you could earn and create and produce 
financial freedom, develop financial freedom for your family. You're limited only by your imagination. Okay. So in answering our question, you know, are all goals possible, right? Can we really do anything, uh, completely, absolutely anything we set our minds to? Well, the answer is no, not if we're married to the means. But if we're willing to look at our true core desires and what we really want, then I believe it is possible. Look, I I mentioned in a previous episode that I I saw this really cool video with somebody who um, was able to play guitar even though they had lost both of their arms. So they didn't have arms, but they were using their feet to play guitar. If their goal was, I'm going to play guitar like a regular person, they're not going to be able to do it outside of some new technology that gives them arms. But if their goal is to play guitar, can they play guitar? Yes, they just have to do it in a different way. Well, as always, this podcast, every podcast episode is dedicated to you and to your success. I hope you'll subscribe to the Dude Fuel podcast. I really, really appreciate you listening. I hope you'll also share these messages with somebody you know, love, like, and care about. I'm Cody Ray Miller. I look forward to speaking with you again tomorrow. Thanks so much for listening.